everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Through the eyes of. Have you ever fired a gun or rifle? Never fired any gun. Okay. Because, um, I mean, we're in the biathlon section, right? So I'm just building it up to yes. what made you interested in biathlon and when yeah. did it start? And I, I think you alluded to that already, but. Um, yeah. So, so it was always on during, uh, I can tell the whole story. Uh, it was always on during the Olympics, right? But uh, as as you guys will probably have heard by now, when we talk to to Andrea Henkel, the the United States does not do a good job of of having biathlon on at other times other than the Olympics. I mean, during the Olympics, every major sport is on one of the major channels, and biathlon generally taking place in the middle of the afternoon. That's that's when it's on. I mean, it's 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 on NBC usually between like one and four p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. I can I can promise you that that's that's when it will be on TV. So. Um, that's when I would see it. And, uh, I was, it was just something I would watch. But I, when I got into high school cross country, I became much more interested in, in the endurance sports cause I could connect a little bit more to them. And then, right. and I mentioned my uncle being a cross country skier. Um, and so, uh, watching the, the Nagano games and then the, uh, the Salt Lake city games, especially, I was, I was more watching cross country skiing. I was more watching biathlon and I just thought biathlon was more interesting. Uh, because right. there, it, there's just more of a chaotic nature to it, um, uh, with, uh, with the added, uh, difficulty of the, of the shooting in addition to the, into the skiing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, I think it was also really honing in on it in Salt Lake. And that's when Bjorn Dahlen was at his like absolute apex. Um, right. it right. sort of all came together. It was like, it was the right time to, to have the open mind, to be interested, to see that. Um, to see that performance. And so it just, it just stuck with me. Um, and I, and I, I couldn't even tell you about any of the cross country. I know I watched the cross country events right. in Salt Lake, but I couldn't tell you about any of them, but I, I can tell you where I was, uh, watching the biathlon events from, from 2002. So, um, and, so you do and remember on, a specific German woman who won a gold medal there? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's very strange. Yeah. And, and, and I think she would be a little, I mean, I, yeah, I wonder what it's like for her to hear stories of people. I mean, I, I could have told her, you know, I, I was sitting uh, in the upstairs of our house and there was like a, it had been my playroom when I was smaller and, and now it was sort of my after school doing homework, you know, work room. And there was a TV up there and, and uh, I, there was a little blue couch and I was sitting on that blue couch and I could just remember watching the, the races sitting on that couch. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, and so then I didn't have anything to watch for the next four years. And then, and then, you know, Torino comes around and, and, uh, and 2006 and that I, you know, I remembered I like biathlon. I watched it again. I loved it. And that was it. So hmm. I, I actually made a point of, of this is back in the days of the, the VCR. I don't think we had DVR yet. And I, I had like VHS tapes and I would record races so I could rewatch them later. Right. So right. I had these, uh, these, these tapes of races from, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't have much to watch them 20 times, but, 
and uh and then and then when 2010 came around um uh i was i call out sick i think i i coincidentally had the flu uh during so i could so i could watch all the races you know because it was that was vancouver and i could watch all the races and at that point we had dvr and i saved them and what I would do is I would I would save the races because still we you couldn't find biathlon on it at other times and and I wasn't right. creative enough to go find them online. I'm not even sure if they were online, but um I would uh I had a I had my bike and I had a trainer set up. So what I would do is I would set my bike up in front of the TV and watch the old uh, biathlon races, you know, cool. and that was yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, would, it would like uh, energize me and keep me keep me going. So um and then whenever they started whenever they started showing them uh during the during the season uh that i mean at some point during the 2010s that's you know when i when i really locked in because i could actually follow along during the during the season right do you um yeah and and just for clarity we were talking about andrea hankel and like you said yes. when when people yeah. listen to this interview hopefully you've heard our previous episode where we interview andrea hankel and do you remember who she beat to the gold medal in uh Salt Lake? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. Was uh was Liv Liv Greta Poire or oh. Cielbright, oh. I I guess still then. I'm not sure when she uh, yeah. got married, but yeah. Interesting. I think it was the individual. So yeah. she she had to wait it quite was, a while. It was the individual, yeah. 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 So then we go to that, um, that family keeps coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what what is it in biathlon that appeals to you most today? Like in the current mm era i guess one thing sure start there um the more i watch it the more i appreciate how hard it is um i mean i and i it's just the um uh, the more i appreciate how hard it is and how different each race is so like how different a sprint is from an individual from a master from a from a pursuit um mm -hmm. and this isn't like i didn't just like wake up the yesterday and be like oh my god these <laughs> things are so different right but um and just that uh i i the in other sports you would see more specialization i think right so you would see people who are you would specialize in one thing or another and these athletes are all out there it's not like i mean occasionally people will sit out a race but they're out there every single race Right. It's not like, oh, you know, it's a sprint. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait, you know, I'm going to only, I'm only going to race yeah, the, yeah. you know, right. So it's, but they're, they're out there every single time. Um, and that you don't see that very much in, in, in really any other professional sport anymore. I mean, they, they race every single race possible from November through March. And, uh, you know, and, and basketball, they, you know, guys take games off all the time just for, just for rest. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say people take races off in cross country skiing, but they do, you know, like they, it's just not, it's not the same. Um, I, you I know, find it interesting too, where, um, it, even though, you know, I think athletes appreciate the, like the, the specific, the discipline specific globes. Mm-hmm. But it seems like still everybody's really only interested in the big one. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the little There's ones. No, are nobody fine. was like, I'm just going to go for the for the pursuit yes. globe this year or the sprint yeah. globe this year. If you stumble into it, that's amazing. But you know, yeah, yeah. Everyone's everyone's in it for for the big one. And yeah, uh, yeah like in in golf and tennis, like people take weeks weeks like months off at a time, right? But yeah. biathlon, like you're you're in it. It's just I think it's I think it's unique. Cool. 
Um, did Katie go to bed already? She is fast asleep. Okay. Uh, Explain your Lisa house or crush. (laughs) It's a good thing that she's asleep. And it's also a good thing that she doesn't regularly listen to this. So, um, in, in all seriousness, I think that in order for her to be successful, like she has to get the absolute most out of her potential. Like we talk all the time about, um, you know, Ekhoff can miss a couple of shots and still be, you know, or, or Johannes can miss a couple of shots and still be fine because he's so fast or mm-hmm. can be a little bit off of peak form and, and still, you know, make, make it to the podium. I think for, for Lisa Hauser to make it to the, to the podium, like she has to have, it had like it has to be as close to 100% of her potential as possible and she's done it and you see that a lot um you know there there are a lot of athletes out there who in order to get on the podium have to be at 100% max you know of their potential um and and sometimes even need more help but i think that she has especially not so much this most recent season but the season before really found a way to reach that. And I, I, I am just, I, I, those sorts of athletes are the ones that's, I identify with those because as a, as a cross country runner, like that was me. Hmm. Um, I, like I had to be at my 100% a one, uh, in order to, in order to, to be in the, like in the top 10 of a, of a, of a big cross country race. Right. Um, so I, I just, I, it is, you see the work, it doesn't look effortless and, uh, and so it's just a lot of fun when it pays off. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Not not um, the answer you were expecting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just thinking about what you're saying, and it's it's a. Uh, if we let's assume that you can pause time for for everybody, but yourself. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel restricted by I can't leave my family, I can't leave my job, blah blah blah. Yeah. So all your friends and family are asleep. Your obligations are on hold. By the time you're back, they just wake up and it's a normal day for them. So they, mm-hmm. they didn't know you were gone. You're allowed to visit three IBU event locations hmm. while there is a biathlon event going yeah. on. Yeah. Which ones do you pick? Well, I have to pick Anholtz, Anholtz, right? Because almost every athlete we've talked to has said that's their favorite. Um, so I have to go there. Um this is probably impacted a little bit by last season. I mean, I, I, the the obvious answer is Oslo, right? I mean, everybody says that you need to go to Oslo. Um, I, I have I've been to Oslo. I love it. I think it's a fantastic town. Uh, I I don't know if it makes my top three. Um, I, this is a little bit impacted by last season, but I thought uh, 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 Le Grand Bonard was incredible last year i think the atmosphere was was incredible and I, the 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 views I, I just think that's a very it's a it's a great place i think that'd be a lot of fun to go and um and actually in all seriousness i think that uh uh if i was to pick one place that's the one that katie would want to go to as well um i think she's always wanted to go mm-hmm. to the french alps so i don't i don't know why exactly but it's, it's definitely on her list so maybe that plays a role in my thinking also and then um i would pick one of oberhoff or Rupolding just because i think that uh, right. the germans really know how to bring it well, you should go this year then. I, I, for the world championship. I would love to. Yeah. yeah. I, as you know, there's a big reason why I can't, but yeah. 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 Um, now you can transfer yourself and crawl into any athlete's skin. Mm. What male and what female athlete would you pick that is currently active? 
and why? So again, obvious answers would be like Johannes Bo and you know, and Tirolakoff or or Roisland or you know. But I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up. I think I would go with honestly. I would go with, and this is this is <laughs> totally on brand. I would go, I would go with <laughs> Lisa Hauser for the women, right? I, just because, like I said, I, I identify so much with her as an athlete and and the having to pretty much be perfect every time. So I, mm. I just would like to see. I, I would almost like to be like a, this is going to sound weird, but like a parasite. Like I don't want to actually be in control of her body. Like I just want to know how she pushes herself to that max level. Right. right? And what, right. I just want to know what she tells herself during a race. And if we ever interview her, like that's one of the things I want to ask her about. Um, uh, for the men. Hmm. I, you know, this is going to, this is harder and this is just a personal thing. I, I tend to find the, the women more compelling individually than the men. I, I don't know why. Um, I, again, almost like as more of like a parasite than, than taking over their body. Maybe I'll answer this question in two different ways. I would love to be, uh, Jacqueline, like, you know, when he has those moments in races where he just sort of seems to give up and like, just like throw on the towel. I want to like, again, like I want to know like what, what is the, what's the mindset? Like what is. So I was it, exactly the, thinking that. Yeah. What goes yeah. on in his mind? Yeah. I, I just want to know. Um, Cause again, as personally as an athlete, that's just something that wasn't there. And, and even when I run races now, like I, there's never, even when I'm having a terrible race, there's never a point where I'm like, ah, well, I'm just going to pack mm -hmm. it in take a nice little walk break here. When I stop for some water, like it just doesn't, like, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. And right. he's been open about his struggles with mental health things. So I, I, I just would love to, I would, I just, I think it would be very educational. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you can pick features of different athletes, either active or from the past mm -hmm. to replicate you as a person. Now, obviously we don't know these athletes very well, but just based on the impression you get from watching them, yeah. um, who do you pick and which parts, I guess, of, of athletes do you pick mm, by athletes or athletes oh sorry by athletes yeah by athletes <sighs> he sort of answered the question a little bit with um, yeah no with with lisa hauser and the yeah so I, I i identify a lot with that um i'm trying to think of of men I, and I'm, this is a great question. I'm actually, well, it'd be uh, nice if there was an answer to it. <laughs> cause, well, no, there, that, no, no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, it, sometimes questions are just so hard to get, they're hard yeah, to answer. Yeah. So, in here a few you minutes, so right? um, yeah. So, uh, from the men's side, uh, I would say that I, I, I've got a couple of answers. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple of answers. So, um, I, I think that, uh, there's sort of, uh, uh, this is going to be, um, God, it's going to take some answering, uh, uh, finesse, but, uh, Lucas Hofer, um, I think mm. that he's always sort of tinkering a little bit and like trying to find, and I think that when, for me as a, as a doctor, like, I think that some doctors will sort of get locked in and like, you know, it's a sinus infection. I do this. It's a uh, high blood pressure. I do this. It's, you know, and I, and I'm, I think I'm always trying to like tinker and just kind of find like little ways to, to get things better. So I think that would be, um, 
I, I appreciate that about him. Uh, I don't know if I'm answering your question exactly. No, totally. But, um, That's totally. And then, yeah. and then uh, I think that um, um, Lagride as well, uh, because I think that he, um, I'm not going to say runs like hot and cold, but like he definitely has hot streaks um, uh, that we've seen where he will just get, got hot right and and he's he will will can go on these streaks of just being a really great shooter um you know and 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 looks amazing i think uh doro would be another example of that right where he can just can just like be unstoppable on the range and and uh i think for me i will go through i think that probably this probably is reflected in me as like a, a total human being and i think that katie would probably say this as well like i will go through periods where i'm just incredibly efficient where i'm like you know i'm making ben's dinner and i've got our dinners planned out for weeks and i've got you know you know the the garbage is out by the curb you know like where i'm just hit i'm hitting everything yeah. um and then there are other weeks where i feel like i'm just like totally frazzled and and you know just sort of i'm off my game so um yeah, I don't, I don't, that's sort of a, a weird, uh, a weird way of, I don't, maybe LeGride isn't the best example of that, but he just came to mind. Uh, we okay. don't have a whole lot of history with him, just a couple of seasons, but. Right. Well, that's cool. Those are good examples for sure. Um, so crawling back into people's skin again, is there any oh, no. non, non, non-active athlete that, that comes to mind where you be like, man, that would be nice to look through that person's eyes at um, a certain event or. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like for Cod or, or Bjorn Dahlen, I would love to know what it's like to win all again mm. and again and again. I was never, I was never the best at anything. You know, I was never, I was not anywhere close to the top of my med school class. Um, I, I, you know, I've never, I've always been good, but not great at, at racing. I've never been, you know, I've never been the best. So I just like to know what that's like. Hmm. That invincibility. Is it, is it amazing or is it just sort of feel like normal? Cause you just do it so often. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's hard to say. Like it, I, is, I can't is, imagine is you more, get used to that, but yeah. Like do you, or, or is it like disappointing when you're second? I, I, I can't, like if I was second and I would be like, Whoa. you know, like if I was, oh, yeah, if I was yeah. second in my med school class, like I would be, I would look, I'd be telling everybody <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I hate, I hate yeah, bragging on myself. Say, but like, cause, yeah. Cause you, you get to that point where, especially when you're in a tight race for the, for the lead in the overall, like yeah. it's, it's the first place you want. And if you become second mm-hmm. and the other one wins, then it's mm-hmm. even worse. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any non biathlete athlete or even person that you like, man, if I could just look through that person's eyes? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Nadal. We, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, same similar sort of thing as, as Lisa Hauser. Like, I think that when he's successful, it's because he's just giving it 100% all the time. I'm sorry, I missed and the I, name. Oh, Rafael Nadal. Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, uh, I mean, obviously he's he's done it more than anybody else in the history of tennis, but I just, I, you know, I, I would like to know what it's like just to have that, that, that feeling of I'm going to keep fighting no matter what's happening. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't mind saying this. I think that, uh, you know, I think there are actually people who are non athletes. My dad is, and, and I'm not saying this because I know he's listening, but he is actually one of the smartest people I've ever met. There's this thing called the Krebs cycle. And, uh, it's, it's basically how the human body creates energy. And, uh, I mean, like 
you have to memorize it to get through certain classes and to get through med school, but nobody knows what it is. And like, he, he has this, he could, he could tell you any, any step of it and exactly what's going on. And, and I mean, that's not a mark of intelligence, but like, he knows exactly why it's important and he's used that. And, uh, he's been a part of some, some, he'll never tell this to anybody, but like some really important discoveries and, and the research on, on Alzheimer's disease and future treatments. And, and I, I have to work really like it, like with cross country, I have to work really hard, uh, you know, to get through med school. It was just like there, my, my, my roommate could basically just like breeze through and, and, you know, study once or twice, you know, look through everything. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I was working, you know, all day, every day. I, I would like to know what it's like to be that smart just to, right, right. just to have that amount of knowledge that just kind of is freely available. I, yeah. So I look with my dad, I would love to know what it's like to be him. You're um, assume you go and move to Canmore, mm-hmm. Canada, and as a welcome gift, uh, they give you two options. A, you can be a super good cross-country skier. Mm-hmm. B, you can be a super good shooter. Which one do you pick and why? Uh, I would probably choose to be a super good cross-country skier. Um just because it fits more with what everything I've already done. So I think that's what I would be more interested in. Um, not that I'm not interested in, I full, full disclosure for anybody that's listening. I, I, there, there's a heavy interest in our part to be, to be moving out to, to Calgary in the next, uh, in the, in the next short while. So hopefully this comes to fruition sooner rather than later. But, um, I, I of course want to take up, all of the aspects of biathlon, but I, I'm more interested in cross country skiing just because that's what I, I. It's more in relation to things I've already done and hmm. and interests I already have. Yeah, I, I expected you to say the opposite because you kind of already know how to ski. Uh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know, there's still yes, yeah. Um, if I was if I was interested in competing, I'd probably you know choose to be an expert shooter, a sharpshooter. But yeah. Hmm. Um. What would you look forward to the most when you would try biathlon for the first time? Oh, uh, shooting. Cause I have such, I, I, so such low expectations for how good I would be that I think it would be, it, I am very excited. You, you talk about this all the time, but just the, uh, you know, looking through the scope, um, and, uh, realizing that there's not really a scope, it's just little holes, you know, and, and, you know, knowing like how hard it actually is. Like I want to experience that. I think that's the the big thing. Um, I, you know, that cross country skied, I, I, I know what that's like, you know, obviously not at this level that they're doing it, but shooting is just a whole new world. Um, and, and even more than that is trying shooting after skiing and just mm-hmm. trying to hold a rifle. Like I, I just have the vaguest notion of what that's like. I just really want to know. Yeah. And I can, I can tell the, I, I do remember when I f- tried my first time and, uh, the, I guess the gap between when you first look through those little holes and you're yeah. like, there's no, no way in hell <laughs> that this can work until uh, the first time you actually hit that, you know, the yeah. target. Yeah. It's, that is so cool where you actually, yeah. man, I can actually do this. But anyway, you'll experience it one day. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Is there anything you would dread about trying biathlon? Yeah. People watching me. Hmm. I, I, <laughs> um, I think, I, you know, I, I know it's going to be hard, but I just, I don't 
one of the things that, that uh, I hate is I hate being bad at something to the point where it affects other people's ability to enjoy it. So I would hate to feel like I'm a drag. So like if I was out there with your group, for example, and everybody else is having a great, and I'm out like, just like, you know, <laughs> missing everything, you know, and I feel like I would just be, you know, bringing everybody down. Um, and, and so that's, that's the biggest thing. I, that would never I, happen. I hate not yeah I, I just i really i i like being relatively good at things and, I, and mm. so that beginner phase is what i'm it's absolutely humbling, yeah. but yeah it's so they still joke about me um that they don't want to shoot the lane next to me because i crossed fired a couple of times so <laughs> it's not yet that they call me mr crossfire or anything but uh, i'm still reminded that it happens quite regularly so uh hey they yeah, do it no, on the world cup but um you know i I think the odds of me being around when you try the first time, you have to realize that it's not just the people there watching you. It's actually the yeah. the people that will see the video on our vlog. <laughs> oh, no. Of me recording you, of course. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. We'll have to put the Benny Hill theme on it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, is there a we, – we talked a little bit about this already in, uh, in my interview, but uh, is there – a discipline that you could make up that you think would be interesting for the IBU? Discipline we can make up. Um, or an event I've or actually, you know, I, you know, this isn't really a discipline. I, I've been really fascinated by, I'll, I'll get back to the actual question in a second, but I've been really fascinated by the idea of a mixed nations um, relay team ever since mm. uh, I think you, you first brought it up or maybe it wasn't you, maybe it was somebody else, but I, I think it was you. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm going to give you credit anyway. I just, I think it's fascinating. And so in my head, I've actually, like when I've had free time, sometimes just like sketched out teams that I think would be fun to, fun to see. So that's why, oh. that's why the other night I had a, had a team ready to go, yeah, yeah. um, off the top of my head. Cause that was when I just thought about that day, but, um, I just, I, I can think of no logical reason why they couldn't have it out there and just be completely independent of the, the point system. Um, mm. you know? Uh, I think it would just be it'd be more fun and, and inclusive. So um, I'm hopeful that's something that actually happens. As far as a as far as a new a new discipline, it's not so much. I don't think this is so much a discipline, and this is not a unique thought either. I think that having some sort of um, mechanism for accounting for like the like the the true total time from a pursuit race, because mm. um, I think that would be important because I think there's some really interesting I, I, I there are some people who get score very highly in the pursuit because of you know just they had such a great lead going into it or they had such a great showing in the sprint and then there are mm. other people who have an amazing race in the pursuit and they don't really get much out of it I mean obviously they get points out of it, but it yeah, they go from 60th point. to 24th or something yeah exactly yeah. whereas you know but they might have had like the best race of everybody out there and I right. think that's a you know, it's, I wish that they were rewarded more for for that effort. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. Did you have Did you have an idea? No, I mean, yeah, we've talked about the mixed, yeah. actual mixed nations relay, yeah. or or a lottery relay would be fun too, where people just Ooh. draw numbers blindly yeah. from the box and oh, that'd be fun. Actually, you put people. You know how they do the World Cup, and they've got like the they've got like the the A group and the B group and the C group, right? And they've got mm. right so. Um, you could have, you know, like your, your top level, you know, people that are like the, the top and the, like the top 10 are in 
or whatever number are in, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, in one pile. And so each team gets one person from that group and then each team yeah. gets one person from the second group. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, should, uh, there's an American now on the IBU committee, isn't there? I, yes. Max yeah. Cobb. So yeah, yes. you, you got a connection there. Actually, I should, and I, this could even be something that they did and maybe they wouldn't is like a, like a, like a holiday break type thing, just sort of like as an exhibition, just to try it out. Yeah, and see what happens. I was thinking of, of uh, Al Schalke or something yes, like exactly. that. But they, but they just, yeah. it's more for fun, but it's still, still yeah, pretty cool be, to watch. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, that, that's a really good one. I like that yeah. a lot. Um, you've just won a prize. Mm. You get to go on a nice dinner in a, you know, nice, quiet, nice, good restaurant where you mm-hmm. can have a good conversation. And you have to pick, you actually get two meals. And for one, you have to bring a male biathlete. And for one, mm-hmm. you bring a female biathlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it candlelit? <laughs> no, it's not romantic. No, but it, I know. It, 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 uh, <laughs> but it's to have a good, good yeah. deep conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what you're really asking me is what athletes should we reach out for to be, uh, to be on the podcast? Say that again. Well, I, I was joking. I said, so oh. what you're really asking me is what athletes <laughs> do we want, should, do we want to have on the no, podcast? No, because you're talking for two hours with this athlete and I, I don't yeah. get in between there. So yeah, I know, uh, for the, for the, the, the women, it would be either, well, I know it'd be, it'd be uh Tira Lekoff. I just mm. think that she's, she's would just be, she's got so much energy and I think it'd be fun to talk to her just for, mm. and just see where the conversation goes. Cause it, it might, you know, it might go in some crazy direction. I mean, who knows? We're fortunate that we've gotten to see so much of her personality. So I'm sure that yeah. there are many other women, um, in the, in the world cup that that would be similar. Um, and, and just from, you know, following them on, on Instagram, you can see a lot of their personalities coming mm-hmm. up. But I think mm-hmm. that, you know, I think that we know that she would be, she'd be pretty interesting. Um, as far as the men go, uh, we've had the opportunity to talk to Jewel already, so I, I'm not. I'm going to leave him out, um, but he was actually pretty high on my list. Um, actually, um, you know, uh, uh, Australia, um, Mister uh, Pick Up uh, the Good Sportsmanship. Yes, I think that uh, I, you know he just seems like an all around good guy, and I I kind of I just want to know. I want to know more about him. I want to know his story, how he got here. Um, I just I think he'd be fascinating. Okay, good choices. Um, they have to go home after their uh, nice dinner with you, but you still <laughs> want to go party. Okay. Now, what oh. two athletes do you invite for the party? Uh, well, I I think that uh, and Tyrrell's going home. <laughs> no, I, sorry, I think I think I, I chose poorly. Um, well, then I I think. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember um, some of the conversations we had. If there was anybody in particular that stood out. Um, going to the party. Now, what kind of party is this? <laughs> You're such an analyst. <laughs> sorry <laughs> why is it like um <laughs> I well let's know. say that the music is loud enough that you can't really have a deep conversation ah okay okay so you're just so, going um, out to have a, have yeah, a good time yeah 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 so um so part of me wants to take somebody like uh, johannes with me because with 
with kids, right? You know, who knows mm. how often he gets to go out. So maybe he needs a night out, um, you know, and, and we could That's just be two idiots. Yeah, no, two idiots who, you know, we have kids and we don't get to go out very much. And, and maybe we just need to let off some steam. Um, uh, I don't know. How many other parents are there out there? I should know this. Mm. I can't, I, I can't think of a lot off the top of my head. I think that, um, well, I can't name them for sure, but um, I know there's a number of athletes, by female biathletes who had a baby and then came back. Yes, and then came back, yeah. Um, and and you can also pick uh, non-active athletes if that's easier. No, no, I'm picking active athletes. So I have actually have a question for you. Um, do you think that Dora would be fun at a party or not? Um... Everyone says that she's really like she, people talk about how they they want to hang out with her. I don't know if it's like party hangout or just hangout hangout. Yeah, I again I I don't know her, so I'm just basing this on what I see on Instagram. Yeah, and stuff. Um, I get the impression that she goes to a lot of high end parties. She does, and that's but is not that the type of, of parties that, that I'm because, that I'm yeah. interested in. Yeah, I don't know. But you can't yeah. ask me what I would do and then choose no. that. So. <laughs> well, well I, you know, I'm actually about to turn this back on you. So um, I'm actually going to – I'm going to – yeah, I, I can't think of any parents off the top of my head to join uh, me and Johannes. So um, uh, as like the, <laughs> the, the the parents on the town. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, – uh, I'm actually I'm pulling up the top 25 list just so I can pick a name at random. <laughs> I you know I'm not good at this. Oh oh here we go. No uh, so I would uh, <laughs> uh, I I would pick um, uh, uh, Francisca uh, Porta and honestly because she falls sort of into my category of the mm. uh, the 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 housers you know just sort of that has to get the the maximum effort. Um, right. It can be very good. I don't know if that means it should be fun at a party, but at least we get to spend some time together. Yeah. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I wish that I, I wish that we were recording the video, the look on RJ's face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more biathlon question. By the way, you guys are getting me at 11 o'clock at night. I've been awake since, uh, I don't know, five 30 this morning. So <laughs> this is, this is, um, yeah. this is Jordan after dark. You're almost, you're almost there. Uh, what makes you say wow or even like nothing at all being speechless when you're watching biathlon? Uh, um, I, I think that uh, you mentioned the um, uh, the first was the first relay race at the Olympics this past year, a race like that, you know, where but it can be you, a, you have- an, a particular situation or it doesn't have to be a full race. Is oh, there no, any, I mean, any... that's, I mean, that, that okay. kind of situation where you, you have the whole race and it comes down to like a, a couple of even two or three guys at the end or two or three women at the end, you know, with a sprint to the finish. I think something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. makes me say, wow. Um, I, I think it's easier for me to think of specific examples that happened. Um, I think that when Dole held off uh, Johannes, uh, I think it was the mass start and, and Anholtz this past year, I just thought that was an incredible performance. Um, and, and no, it just I didn't see it coming. Or, um, 
I mean, those are the big ones. I think also when you see somebody who's on a relay and they're clearly the weak link of the relay, but they kind of rise to the moment, right? And mm-hmm. they have like a you know a ten out of ten shooting for the relay, and you can you can tell that on that last lap they're absolutely giving every ounce. Like I think that you know it's just like holy cow, like this is what the sport's about. Okay, cool. Now you're asking me to be speechless. I don't think I'm ever speechless. Just look at my Twitter feed. <laughs> okay, we have a few more yes no questions. Okay, um, so just yes no. I'll do my best. (laughs) Skiing fast is harder than shooting well. No. Um, If I would start biathlon at the beginning of the winter, I would be able to shoot clean by the end of it at practice, not in a race. No. (laughs) Football is a sport in which players kick the ball for 90 minutes with a short break halfway through. No. <laughs> ben can do any sport he wants when he gets older, as long as no. it's biathlon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd be happy to go cross-country skiing at zero degrees Fahrenheit or minus 18 Celsius. Uh, no, because I've done it and it was horrible. I'm going to spend more time with biathlon data in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Are we talking about the near future of the next season or the near future of the next like month? Well, in, in the lead up to the new season. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. My dog is better at relaxing than I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Last one. Secretly, it bugged me a little bit that RJ did a pod by himself. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. Uh, I was I was actually thrilled with it. Well, that's good. I couldn't do a pod by myself. Uh, yeah, you could. I, I I I could right physically. I mean, I could do it, but I I would feel very awkward, and I would edit it to the bare bones, and it would be horrible. Nobody would want to listen to it. it would be, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it felt like for me too. But <laughs> I just pretended I was talking to you and. I, I'm I'm laughing about you saying about the dog. So you probably heard him pacing around earlier in the in the podcast for like the last hour. He's been laying on my feet. So oh, nice. Yeah, he's such a lazy bum. Um, so finishing up, is there anything you would like to clarify or change in any of your yes nos? I don't remember the first set of them. I'm sure that there's something I would like to clarify. Um, I will say that you started the, one of the, the last questions was Ben can do any sport he wants as long as it's biathlon. So I initially answered no, cause I would never let him play American football. I just, just I, normal I football. Yeah. 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 I would not let him do it. It's a, uh, no, I mean, you would let him play just normal football oh, or yes. you, yeah, you I would. kick the yeah. ball, yeah. but you said no uh, to that question. No, I would not let him play any sport. No, no, I no. Would not but, let him. Oh, but, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you suck. But anything else All right. you want to get back to? Or? Mm, what were the first questions, the first yes and no's? Uh, uh, favorite thing to watch, yeah. being occupied during the race, yeah. uh, Canada being better than the U.S. in the upcoming season, the uh, biathlon range in Florida, hockey mm, teams yeah. playing in so Florida. I think, huh? I think, I think, uh, I don't know how much money it costs to put one in, but I don't know why we don't have more uh, like summer biathlon type, uh, you know, locations. I, I, I think that it would be something that 
people would really get a kick out of this. But and I'm and I'm speaking about the United States in particular. Mm. Um, but I, I think that um, look, we in this country we have what a hundred and I think it's 130 guns per every hundred people. So there's more guns per people in this country. So clearly we like our guns. Uh, and I'm not even going to get into the politics of it, but like there are clearly people who like to shoot guns. Mm-hmm. I think that um, if I could convince some of my patients that there is a way for them to exercise and shoot guns at the same time, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that that would be, that would be neat. It doesn't have to be a, like a enormous, um, you know, roller skiing area. I, I just think that it's a, something that people could do and and there is a certain sect of the population who would do it um i don't know who's going to pay for it but still, yeah i think it's funny because i i've thought about that a lot and i've never really brought it up but that's one reason why i'm surprised that biathlon is not more popular because in my head I, americans is. like their guns mm-hmm. but then at the same time when you talk about you know more people going to a biathlon range yeah. Um, I think the problem is that M16s are not allowed in biathlon. So M16s <laughs> are not allowed. This is true. M16s and uh, and handguns. That's that's what we like. And it would be very, like like we talked about before. Like if you're used to being just in a in a your typical shooting range, and all of a sudden you need to shoot this tiny little target without a scope. It's, I'm not sure if it'd be very different. Yep. That many people are up for the for the challenge, but uh, I think that that's part of what makes biathletes unique though is that you have to be up for the challenge yeah, right so you, yeah. you have to know that it's hard and you're going to do it anyway right and and there are a lot of people who and i think this is all the world over maybe but i i definitely in the united states that just aren't this is me talking after a long time but uh, you know this is uh they're just people who aren't willing to do the work and and, yeah. and I see this as a doctor like like you can tell them until you're blue in the face that like we need to get your blood sugars down because you're an uncontrolled diabetic and they're just like oh I guess I should stop eating ice cream and like like we've been talking about this for two years of course yeah. you should stop eating ice cream right. um and and there's little things like that like they won't put in the work that's necessary and, and so I guess a, you know that's what makes these people even more amazing. Like you see a, a, a Deidre Irwin who came to the sport relatively late. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and she put in so much work and got, was it seventh in the, in the individual in Beijing. So I just, you know, more praise to her. Yeah. yeah. Please um, come on the podcast. Yes. They need to respond to our invites to start. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that people should know about you that we haven't touched on? Uh, I, I'm being a little bit silly, but I think that what people should know is that I, I, I do work really hard and, and I try not to shoot from the hip. I, I don't like being offensive. And so, you know, if, if I say something that seems weird on Twitter or on a, on a podcast, assume that I, I didn't mean to be offensive. Like I please assume I didn't mean to be offensive. I hate the you know the sports analysts that are like the shock jocks that just try to say something crazy like I, I really do try to work hard and I really do try to to get it right and I and I, I thank everybody that does listen to us and does read what I write why well, you know it still is is humbling that people do that um, and uh, uh, you know thank you for being there and 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 I hope that uh, I hope you appreciate it because I really like putting it out there I appreciate you no that's really good um so thanks it was uh, i had a lot of fun with it i know <laughs> so, you were so did i i was very nervous about this i i really appreciated your questions um i'm serious i don't like talking about myself but they were they were very um uh they were very well uh composed 
Good. Thank you. My, my um, mother, who was a who was a journalism teacher for a long time, she would be very impressed. That's that's nice compliment. So uh, thanks to all our listeners. Uh, the second session of questions will be uh, next week with Jordan. It's uh, similar length, so we'll do another hour and a half. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, Look, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, Jordan, you take care.